Hey, you guys, this is Kristen, and welcome to episode 43 of the show. I'm so thankful that you have decided to give my podcast a listen um, and that you are taking time out of your day to personally develop in some way. Um, I don't know what it is that attracted you to this uh, podcast. I don't know what grabbed your attention, but I am very grateful that you did decide to listen. So if you don't mind, will you screenshot this and go ahead and add it to your Facebook and Instagram stories? You can tag me at at Morris Kristen, I do like to reshare your tags to my stories as well. And let me know what you got out of this podcast. Let me know if this episode spoke to you in some way. You can share your takeaways and most definitely tag a friend. If you feel like what I am sharing with you is important enough and valuable enough that maybe it speaks to you in some way, maybe it reminds you of someone that maybe needs to hear it, let them know. Um, definitely share that out. And guys, if you don't mind, I would appreciate it very much. If you would go to whatever the platform is that you're listening to, um, and I would love it if you would give me a five-star review. I'm not above asking for that. Um, I don't pay for this podcast and I don't make any money off of it. Just doing something simple as leaving a review. It greatly helps me out and I would greatly appreciate that. If you would just give me those five stars, let me know that um, in that review like what you thought of it and um, and I appreciate you. So with that being said, I'm going to get started with today's episode and this episode is going to be about boundaries and I'm going to focus um, specifically on what boundaries look like. Uh, and there's a lot that can be shared about boundaries. There's a lot that I could go into. And I'll probably, maybe in a later episode, continue to talk more about boundaries. I am currently reading the book by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend on boundaries. Uh, and I had heard that this was a great book. I had heard that it was beneficial, especially to people who you guys have heard my story before, who have a very difficult time saying no. You feel like most often people are running your life. Um, I was that person. I feel like I still am that person to a certain degree. And um, But anyway, as I picked up the book and I started to read it, it's really very eye-opening because as I'm reading the book, I'm learning things about myself. I'm thinking about my own particular mindset, thinking about you know, the decisions that I make and how I allow people to influence me and the decisions and even the attitudes that I have towards myself. But not only that, I'm also learning that this book is super helpful for me as a parent. And it's really making me reflect on the decisions that I make for my children. It's helping me to target areas of growth that I personally need to work on so that my children can become happier and healthier people as they grow older. You know, I I feel like it's a privilege to raise my kids. Um, You know, I think about how God has blessed me with my two girls and, you know, my responsibility ultimately is to to help them through life and help them, um, you know, while maintaining my identity. I think a lot of parents, they lose their identity as they, as they become parents and they feel like they get lost in whatever it is that their child is involved in. And I do feel like to a certain extent that that is something that we probably need to protect and boundaries play a big role in that. But also, just setting our kids up for success, helping them to even understand what it's like to, okay, this is, this is where I draw the line in the sand. This is, this is non-negotiable. These are the things that are of value to me. Um, and, 
and not only just teaching them that, but also living that in front of them. And so I'm grateful for this topic. Um, in fact, I will share with you, I did a live video on Facebook about this topic uh, a couple weeks ago. And one thing that really sparked it on, because I was reading the book and I was I was kind of contemplating on how I would share the information with you. And I had actually gone on to Instagram and I'd made a post and I had shared about my my children. And it was a simple post. It was one of those things that I did not think that I was going to get really any traction or response or engagement or whatever on it. And I actually, I, I rocked the boat a little bit. And it was about, it was, it was a post, a simple post. It was a, a picture of my kids and me and how um, we do chores in our house. And we were, t- I was basically talking about how my kids, we sit down on Sunday nights and we really, we had made the decision after the pandemic to evaluate how we were approaching responsibilities in the house. Because before the pandemic, I felt like things were kind of on a roll. We had a system that was working. And then when the pandemic hit, it didn't work anymore. You know, we were all home. We were all like, you know, running ragged, trying to get things done, especially for work and for school. And anyway, the the routine that we had once set wasn't there anymore. And after some time, I started to realize that I, mom, I was doing everything in the house. I was doing all the laundry. I was cooking the dinners. I was, you know, making sure that everybody had what they needed. I was, you know, whatever, like cleaning all the bathrooms. Like there were just, I was literally, and not to say that my husband wasn't helping because he would, you know, he, he enjoys cooking sometimes and he does help me out with dishes and things like that. But overall, the responsibility laid on me. And... I was like, you know what? I don't know that this is going to be super helpful for my children. I don't think that in the long run that this is going to pay off. You know, I, I think about how like often I don't want to screw up my kids, right? Like, I don't know if you're a parent, you probably identify with that. Like, let me know. Uh, if you just, you got, we've got this fear that we're going to, we're going to screw up our kids. Like that we're going to do something wrong that's going to affect them in the long run. And we, for some reason, we take ownership over that. And I know to a certain extent, we probably shouldn't, but for the most part, we do. Anyway, I made the decision for my children that we were going to reevaluate the chores in our house. And so what that looks like for us right now, I mean, obviously things change, is we sit down on Sunday nights um, as I am planning out my week because that's my weekly routine. We sit down and we, we literally just identify all the things that need to be done. So, you know, the girls have their own laundry. And if you know Sophie, I mean, you guys don't know her, but you probably have heard me talk about her. Like, she wears a different pair of pajamas every single night. (laughs) And, you know, like, they're not dirty because she gets a bath before bed. So, like, you know whatever. She, she has a lot of laundry. (laughs) And so we, we said, you know, okay, that's, that's something that we need to work on laundry. Like, okay, Riley's 13. She's almost 14. She definitely needs to be doing her own laundry. She was at one point. Um, and then we'd gotten away from it, you know, and then there's other things around the house. You know, the girls have their own bathroom. They share a bathroom. You know, I, for the most part, make sure that things are maintained in there, but ultimately they made the decision. Yeah, that's, that's our responsibility. You know, and then there's other things in the house that need to be done, you know, sweeping the floor. You know, if you don't take off your shoes at the door, then dirt gets tracked in the house. And 
I'm not, mom's not the only person who does that, you know, other people in the house do that as well. So why not we take turns instead of mom doing all the sweeping all of the time? Why not we take turns? Anyway, you get the idea. So we were basically, we were splitting up the responsibilities and then the girls took ownership over it in the fact that they were helping me to identify what needed to be done. But not only that, they were also choosing what day of the week that they would do those chores. Okay. So we would sit down and on Monday we would decide, okay, Riley's going to do this and Sophie's going to do this and mom's going to do this. Okay. And then we went throughout the week and it was like that. So no big deal. Anyway, that was the purpose of my post. And so I shared that on Instagram and believe it or not, I got like a couple of really, really nasty hate messages talking about me exploiting my children. And I thought, wow, (laughs) I did not see that going in that direction at all. You know, like it wasn't like I did a post about um, the way that I disciplined my kids because Lord have mercy, I can only imagine what the response would have been there. But it was about chores, responsibilities, you know, and guys, don't get me wrong. Like I do believe that kids need to be kids. I do believe that play is important, but you also have to understand that my children play quite often. Like they play a lot, you know, like they get to do things like the tasks that they have, that we've decided as a family that we're going to contribute to to the house literally take 20 minutes of their day. If that, you know, it's not like they have to clean the whole house and mom's sitting there drinking coffee all day. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. And coming from the classroom, I fully understand the importance of assuming responsibility. You know, when you have a classroom full of 25 plus kids, you know, things happen in the classroom that the teacher cannot always be in control of. Now, obviously she is, you know, she's in control of the classroom. But what I'm saying is like when we would do centers, the teacher shouldn't have to go put those centers away. She shouldn't have to clean up all of the game pieces and things. No, if you take it out, you clean it up, right? And so teaching children responsibility later on in life, they are able to understand, okay, yeah, you know, like we have this conversation in my house all the time. You know, sometimes work comes before play. And then there's times that life gets busy, and I know you guys can relate to this, I'm sure, where the, the chores around the house get neglected because there's just stuff going on. Life is busy. Things get crazy. The laundry gets pushed to the end of the week instead of you doing it and keeping up with it throughout the week. And then what ends up happening is eventually you have to stop and do it, right? Like eventually you're going to run out of clean underwear, Right? So if we don't stop and we do the thing either routinely, then eventually someone's going to have to do it. And so the, the point of that is for us to understand that, you know, there's times in life where we have to work. And if we choose not to work now, then it's going to be harder for us later on. And that was, you know, that was ultimately the point that I was trying to make. And so as I got these responses from these people, I was like, you know what? No, like, no. Now, this is a type of boundary that I have set in my house. And so I do want to share with you a couple of things. And these are not the only types of boundaries um, in the book. It talks about more. And like I said, I'll share more with them with you, uh, with you later. Um, but I, I want to specifically talk about 
um, a couple of different types of boundaries. And the first one is behavior boundaries. Okay. Behavior boundaries. Now, if I think about in life, the behaviors, and I talked about this quite a second ago when it comes to like the laundry and stuff, you know, our behaviors impact outcomes, right? Our behaviors impact outcomes. If I choose to treat someone, I don't know, some type of way, like if I'm rude, the outcome, maybe not initially, will eventually become resistance. You know, if I, if I'm constantly going to someone and I have an attitude with them, if that person's a friend of mine, hopefully they're going to say something to me, but if they don't, then eventually I'm going to drive them away. Right. You know, I think about when we go to school, right? What's what ultimately, whenever I send my kids to school every single day, the goal for them is to work hard at school, for them to study, for them to apply themselves in the best way possible. And ultimately the outcome is a good grade, right? Like when we go to school, or excuse me, when we go to our jobs, whenever we do things, you know, there's this saying that like there's nothing in life that comes for free. People that have these like quick fix, get rich scheme ideas, it's a crock of mess, I'm gonna tell you. It is, it's a crock of mess. And the reason why I say that is because nothing in this life does come free. You have to work for it. And if someone tells you, oh, no, this is, no, no, they're lying. They, they are completely lying to your face. You just may as well just like, you know, go the other direction. You have to work for it. If we go to our jobs, you know, I talked about in the classroom, you know, whenever I worked with my students, the behaviors that I would exhibit when they weren't in the classroom anymore AKA staying until six o'clock in the evenings, me working on evaluating data and looking back at how I could make what I was doing better the next day or how I could use the results of what they had done that day to target the areas that we needed to improve in the next day. Like if I didn't focus on those things, then we couldn't drive forward. Our jobs are the same way. If we don't apply ourselves in the best way possible or go, you know what? That was an area of weakness for me. That was something that maybe I didn't do so well on. Or, you know, oh, that that went over really, really well. Everybody seemed to like it whenever I, you know, whatever. Whatever that, that looks like for you. When we sit back and we reflect on the things that we do, our behaviors, then we can make them better the next time. We can grow from them. And y'all know I'm a huge advocate for becoming better. Whatever we do, we want to be better every single day. We shouldn't settle for simple. We shouldn't settle for, oh, that was great. We're just going to continue to roll with it. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. But if it was good, why not make it great, right? So behaviors, they affect our, um, our outcome. You know, if we go to work every day, we get paid for it, obviously, Because that's a boundary. Behaviors are a boundary that we have set that if we choose not to follow those boundaries, then there are consequences for them, right? There's consequences. So if I choose not to go to work, if I choose, you know, I quit my job, right? Like people, I'm sure, I'm sure that this was like a thought that a lot of people had was like, oh yeah, she quit that job. She was overworked and she was tired. Bless her heart. They're probably just going to be broke. No, No. And now I could have decided to not, right? I could have decided 
to just, you know, take the year off and just relax and enjoy. But I wouldn't be able to grow like I am today. So our behaviors have boundaries. The second type of boundary that I want to talk to you guys about is about, um, you know, like our choices and our, um, the limits that we set on ourselves as far as like love and attitudes and things like that. Okay. So I want you to think about, you know, whenever you, whenever you talk to your kids, okay, I'm trying to think of how I can say this. Like if, if I tell my kids, okay, so here's an example. This is one thing I'm thinking about. If I allow my children, because there's different types of parenting, and some parents believe that, like, I should just allow my children to make all decisions for themselves, right? So, like, they can't, oh, well, you know, if you choose not to study, well, then I guess that's just the way it is, right? Like, you know, like, you'll just, maybe you'll do well. If not, you'll fall flat on your face. You'll learn from it, and then we'll grow, right? Okay. There's that, that parenting style, you know, like, oh, you don't have a curfew. If you get into trouble, like you just, you know, what's out there. Like if you choose to get into it, like, you know, what's going to happen. And then you have the opposite, maybe like the, the other end of the spectrum where you have the parents that are like, no, this is all you can do. Like they're super structured, super rigid, like, you know, eight o'clock curfew, like all of the things And I've learned that in both of those instances, it really never, ever plays out very well. And if it does, like, it's kind of an, like, an extenuating thing. Like, it just, that it normally doesn't play out well. There has to be a happy medium, right? So whenever I think about, like, the limits that God placed on us, all right? So when he created mankind, he ultimately started out, we were in the garden, and... There wasn't any sin, but he gave us free will. And because of that free will, we have the, the ability to make choices for our life that can impact things around us, right? Like, so when Adam decided to allow or Eve or whatever, however you want to approach the story, whoever was at fault, I think they all were, if, if they had not made the choices that they made, then life would have been less difficult for them, right? And God knew that. So he allowed them to make their choices. However, he did say, here's the consequence that's going to happen if you do make this choice. Even today, you know, whenever it comes to Christianity and things, like God doesn't place limits on us as far as, you know, what we can and we can't do. Now, depending on how you believe, there are certain things that we shouldn't take part in. And, but God doesn't, he doesn't come down there and go, okay, he's going to hold his, your hand the whole time and tell you exactly what you can and you cannot do. No, he allows you the liberty to make the decisions yourself. And because of that, we call him like the perfect gentleman. Like God's not going to enforce himself upon us. He's not going to tell us, you know, you have to follow me, you know, all of those things. Because we have to internally be able to decide what is important. We have to be able to sometimes recognize the, the importance of saying no to ourselves. How many of you have ever gotten up before and you, you're like, gosh, I'm so tired Like, I just don't feel like working today. 
what do you do? You get out of bed and you go to work, right? Because you know that in order to bring home the money that you need in, 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 excuse me, in order for you to bring home the money for your family, like you have to put in the hours of work. Some of you are working jobs where you know that if you don't show up, it's going to make the job difficult for someone else. So you show up not only for yourself, but you also show up for the team. And that's huge. Are you showing up for the team? Are you showing up for yourself? Are you showing up for other people? Because sometimes, you know, unfortunately, that's kind of where boundaries begin to get muddled is because you know, we will take ownership. This is a huge role for me specifically. My husband and I have conversations about this often. You know, like there was a time that uh, a couple weeks ago that I had a hair appointment and um, he went with me, me and the girls, we had our hair appointments and y'all know women's hair appointments. They take forever, especially whenever mom gets her hair cut, colored, daughter gets hair cut, colored, and then the other one gets cut, right? Like, and we're all getting styled. So we were literally in the salon for like three hours. No joke. He didn't know that. Whenever he, he he decided to go, like, he's used to his, like, little 20-minute appointment. Like, he didn't think anything. Well, the thing is, like, he wanted, it was a Thursday night. He had to work that weekend. He really wanted for me and him to go um, and just, like, just have, like, a quick, not a date night, but sort of, that night. And um, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Like, the time that we were at the hair salon, because we, we did it after we picked up the girls from school, um... By the time that we got finished, there just wasn't enough time for us to go. And he was disappointed, and I was disappointed. And what I ended up finding out was that he eventually, he was okay with it. He was upset to begin with, but then he recognized, like, okay, there was, we had no control over this. It's okay. But me, sorry, my alarm went off. But me, my problem was that I take ownership on everyone else's response right? I don't know if that makes sense to you. So if in this specific case, we were supposed to go out, I didn't have really any control over how long the appointment took, right? Like, I mean, I know it takes a while, but I I literally had no control over it. Not to mention we made the appointment long before my husband and I made this decision to go out. Because it didn't work out for him and I to go, I placed all of the responsibility, all of the weight of not being able to do, like him being, him being distraught over not being able to go out, him feeling down because he was getting rid. I took all of that and I placed it on my shoulders. Now, why? I don't know. That's just the way I'm wired. But I'm learning that sometimes we have to set a boundary where we're like, you know what, Kristen, what role did you have to play in this? Very little. Could the outcome have been different had you made a different decision? Probably not. Like, it was literally out of our control. It was one of those things that had we made plans ahead of time, like, and we thought it completely through, maybe we could have come up with a different plan, but that wasn't the case. Things just happened the way they happened. And many of you are having things that are happening in your life and you're taking ownership over them and you're going, well, gosh, you're casting blame on yourself and you're saying, this is my fault or I'm the reason why this isn't happening. And sometimes you have to be willing to set forth the boundary and say, you know what? No, there's been instances in my life where this is on me. 
this is my responsibility, just like getting up in the morning and going to work and putting forth the daily effort and taking the action and being consistent. Like those are the things that you're responsible for, but you can't take ownership over someone else's decisions. You can't take ownership or responsibility over someone else choosing to say no to themselves. You can't. But for some reason, a lot of us choose to do that. Now, I want you to think about, you know, are you allowing things in your life around you to impact you in a positive or a negative way? Because ultimately, if we are not setting boundaries in our life and identifying things in our lives, especially behaviors or people that are around us, if we're not identifying the things that are most important to us, I will tell you that people will step in and they will dictate those things for you if you haven't already done it for yourself. And that's where I know for me, that's an area of growth. For so long, you know, things would come up or people would say something and I would be like, oh, well, I owe it to them or maybe I should. And so I would literally just try to pull myself in a thousand directions to show up for this person and that person and this person and that person simply because I felt like it was the thing to do instead of taking ownership on my own inner peace and setting a boundary and saying, you know what? No, this is the limit, you know, just like the chores in my house. This is the limit. This is what you, if you're going to, if you're going to take part in this, this is your role to play. This is mine. I I can't, you know, there's, there's times that I might be willing to give in and I'm going to help you because that's the, the right thing to do. But overall, I have to protect my own personal peace. I have to be able to, um, gain control in the best way possible over my life and me stretching myself in a thousand directions and taking ownership on the responsibilities that other people should have. It's just too much. It's just too much. So ultimately, like I was talking about with my children, you know, I want for them to understand a sense or I, I want to develop in them a sense of responsibility, a sense of, you know, this has to be done. Just like last week, for example, there were a couple of times whenever, you know, they couldn't do their chores. And so they literally had to double up a couple of days. And that's okay because that's what life's about. As long as I feel like we are targeting those areas and we're recognizing that flexibility, yes, is important, but setting that firm boundary and going, these are things that are non-negotiable in my life because if I'm willing to put in the action, then I know I'm going to reap the consequences for it. If I put in the positive, I'm going to reap positive. But if I choose to do something else, well, then I'm going to get something else out of it. I hope you guys got some value out of this. Again, make sure you screenshot this, add it to your story, share your takeaways. I love you guys. I appreciate you. God bless.